we're in the middle of a discussion about what it means that the Shekhinah is in a particular place. And the way we explained it is, is that if that place recognizes, feels, accepts, so then that would mean that the Shekhinah is in that place. That truth of the Shekhinah is felt in that place. When a person can view the world in a way where they see they only see the purpose in something and how it's a part of the one and true only reality, then they are someone that the Shekhinah is within. And that's why wherever they look, what they see is the truth. So we mentioned a child is like that. A child can't see that truth. A Rebbe is exactly that. A Rebbe is someone that wherever he looks, whatever he sees, what he sees is that truth. Now really the entire Seder Ishtal is all about this. When we learn about Ishtal Shalos and Chassidus, what exactly makes something low? What makes something higher? What does it mean that there's these stages of Ishtal So without getting into the details of each level, but the general idea of what would make something higher and something else lower what, what defines higher and lower? That is, how much does that level feel, know, recognize, accept? The more that truth is felt, the higher the level. The less that truth is felt, the lower the level. And the ultimate goal is to reach our world, that's the final level, where that truth is not felt at all. That's what Ishtashlis is all about. That's why in this Mimer as well, the Rebbe brings that the worlds Bria, Yetzirah, and Asiya are already called Mata. Why? They're much higher than our world. The, what they feel is a much different reality than what we feel. But already in Olam Abriya, the possibility of something existing outside of the one truth is already possible. There's already a possibility. Yetzirah becomes more... And Asiyah, it's even more. And in our world, that, that's not only a possibility. That is the reality we live in. That uh, it's not Einoid Mulvadai, maybe the opposite. Einoid Mulvadi. We feel very much that we exist completely outside of that one truth. We have independence, we feel. And the opposite, we can even deny Hashem. So, Gili Ashkina means, does something recognize the truth? That is Gili Ashkina. This explains a discussion in the Gemara that's brought in Tanya, Perak Lamed Hay, where a heretic says to Rabban Gamliel, he says, how many Shekhinahs do you have? It says that in every place where there's 10 Jews, Shekhinah Imam. So how many Shekhinahs are there? You don't believe in, in the one and only Hashem? So Rabban Gamliel gives him a marshal. He says, it's like the sun. The sun is shining. There's one sun and there's the rays of the sun. You can either open your window and allow the sun in or close the window and not allow the sun in. You can open many windows. You can open very big windows. You can put a curtain on your window. How much will you allow that light in? But that light is available anywhere. Just a matter of where you open that window. It's exactly what we're talking about over here. The Shekhinah, this true reality that is, Ein Oid Malvade, is true. The question is, do you allow that truth to be felt? 
And again, an object that allows that truth to be felt, like a Sefer Torah, like Mezuzah, like Tefillin, which that's it they are, is service to Hashem, that is Gilei Ashkina. A Shul, a Beis HaMikdash, what is that? Why, why was the Shekhinah revealed in the Beis HaMikdash? Because the Beis HaMikdash is literally that. It's a home that says, that recognizes, and is all about service to Hashem. So it recognizes that truth. So as we said, a Rebbe is someone that's untouched by the symptom, untouched by this, by the, the, by the untrue reality, which is sort of a contradiction in terms, but that untrue perspective that there is something that's outside of Enoid Mulvade. And you see this very much in the Rebbe, how the Rebbe keeps on teaching us that it's all a matter of perspective. You have to know how to look at things. We can both be looking at the same exact thing. The Rebbe sees one thing, we see something else. The Rebbe sees technology very simply the way, the way it is, why it was created. It has a purpose why it was created. Just like, just to explain a little more, just like when someone knows what a table is. They look at a table and they know what it's there for. It's there to serve a purpose. When someone never saw a table before, so they look at a table, they have no idea what it is. The two people are looking at the exact same object. One sees in it its purpose. And another one that doesn't know that sees that same exact thing and has no idea what the purpose is. A Rebbe looks at something and sees its purpose right away. Why was it created? How was it a part of Hashem's plan? Sees that right away. This is all absolutely true to a Rebbe. A Rebbe doesn't need to work on that. The contrary, a Rebbe needs to work on to be able to understand how we look at the world. And it's brought that the Rebbe works very hard to be able to see what we see, which I'm going to get to into another, in another share, Mirz Hashem. This always reminds me of a time when I once asked someone about a certain song. I brought them the musical notes and I showed them and they write musical notes. When they looked at the notes, they started to hum a song. And I was absolutely amazed because I saw those same notes. All I saw was notes. All I saw was black lines. They saw those same notes and they saw a tune. And that showed me in such a vivid way that two people could be looking at the same thing. One person sees nothing or sees one thing and another person sees something completely different. Now, after that's all said and done, so we talk about the Shekhinah was once here, it left. So again, what that would mean is that that lifestyle, that perspective became further and further. It was originally obvious. Of course, Einoid Mulvadai, everything that exists has a purpose. It's all here to serve Hashem. And that, when once Adam Arishin did the Dover Hayadua, as the Rebbe calls it, this became less and less the reality that people lived in. More and more, no, we get to do whatever we want. And to the extent that who even says Hashem exists in the first place, Asisani, that, 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 that one true reality, who says that's even real? It becomes further and further away. And bringing the Shekhinah back means bringing that awareness, that truth back to our world. Now, one thing that's never really discussed, at least explicitly, is what happened after Matan Torah. Basi Lagani Sikala. Hashem comes back either at Matan Torah or when that home is built for him, that Mishkan, that place that says, welcome, yes, welcomes that truth. We're all here to serve you. This is a place on earth that says it's here to serve you, to serve that truth, to recognize that truth. What happened after that? It's 
It's never really spoken about. So really, it's going to need, it, need its own shear, but it doesn't really say, did the Shekhinah leave after that? I mean, we know, yes, of course, there was the Cheta the Egel, but we don't really know what happened with those seven generations. All we do know is that the Rebbe and Tavshin Yud Aleph start speaking about how the Alter Rebbe begins to bring the Shekhinah again back. Wait, well, did it leave? So the general answer is, although we can't explain it right now, maybe we'll say this for another shear, the general answer is, of course, that reality of Ened Movadli, the Baal Shem Tov already introduced and made people know that reality. What was missing is, and what the Rabbeim begin to bring, what it means that the Rabbeim bring it back from Rakiashvi to Aretz, which our Rebbe is responsible for, it means that, of course, the Baal Shem Tov already brought this back. The thing was that the Baal Shem Tev, when he brought it back, it was brought back in a way that people were able to believe in it. People didn't understand how that works. How can you say Eneid Mulvadei? You want us to believe it, that there's only one true reality? We can believe it. We have many questions, possibly, but we're not going to ask those questions. We're just going to believe it as, it, as, it, as if it's true. And we'll train ourselves to, be, to believe this. Al-Tabba brings that emuna also means to train, like imunim, training. To train the eye to see differently. To stop seeing the world as a separate existence and start training your eye to see that it's all part of Hashem. But again, it was all emuno, which just means I believe that, I'm sure that it's true, but my brain doesn't necessarily agree with that. What the do from the Alter Rebbe and down is to bring it down within the person lower and lower. Ritz Hashem hopefully will explain this in another shir.